shining a beacon on the bazaar. as fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> look let's have a look fucking oh my god <laughs> look what I'm doing well let, let's take a little picture for the uh, social media oh man no oh look at it right we'll put that on the social give me red cheeks and I think I'm a what's gal <laughs> 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 and we're gonna it's get the it. It's King's disease. I know. <laughs> I always say yeah. that it's the King's disease. Well, gout is is a buildup of uric acid in your blood. Not to do with urine, just urine. Uh, no, it kind of is as well. It's uric acid. So the way I got gout. <laughs> Have you had gout? Yeah. That's the King's disease. <laughs> <laughs> the way, no, when I got the way I got gout was. Uh, because I was selling at the markets and stuff. Oh, because yeah. I had to stay at the stall all the time and I couldn't go for a piss. Oh! So I thought to myself, I came up with the, the cunning ruse during this really warm summer of <laughs> <laughs> no, of um, of just drinking very little. Oh, that's a rattling in summer, Matt. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Even I know yeah. that. And as you well know, I don't drink water. So. Oh, wow. So it would be, you know, like piss would come out like treacle. Oh, <laughs> shit! You got to go with the dick. Um, no, um, no. <laughs> Get the dick gal. It would basically what it is is you'll know you'll know you got gal right yeah. when you wake because it always strikes in the night. Oh. So you wake up at about three in the morning, right? And you'll suddenly think to yourself, "Oh, I must be lashing around in the night or something," and I've broken my toe. Right, I know a bloke has got it in his feet, yeah, yeah. And it's that painful, it's so painful, you feel I've broken my toe joint or something. Yeah. And then when you try to walk on it, it's, it's, and the nearest comparison to what it is, is imagine if your, and this is actually what happens, imagine if your bone joints grew needles. Uh, right? Yeah. And then you're having to walk on those needles in your skin. No, that's gross. And what happens is the uric, uric acid forms crystals that grow on your joints. Wow. So it is these sharp crystals digging into your nerves. Oh, that's all. I ain't got that, thank God, yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, did, you get, <laughs> did you get rid of yours? Well, yeah, I got rid of it. I, cher drinking cherry juice is very good for gout. Oh, gal. I like cherry juice. That's, yeah, cher cherry juice is good for gout. Um, hard thing is you're not allowed to eat red meat. Anything we uh, might be here to do that. Yeah, high iron. Green vegetables were really bad for it. Well, you've got gout. Wow. Spinach terrible for you get for gout. Oh. If if you've got gout, yeah, not yeah. if you're for a part of a healthy diet, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's there's loads of stuff you have to kind of avoid to clean your blood and clean oh. your system because that's what it is. It's, it's I know mine's filthy. <laughs> it's brown. It's like two and a half weeks ago, I was normal bellied. You know what I mean? And then French week happened at Lidl, and that were it. Fucking. French week at French Lidl. week at Lidl and I'm on this slippery slope I can't climb back Book at work you know yells Big Dave he's called for a reason you know what I mean French week at Lidl man no. like is it are the snails back and he's like yeah snails are in oh 
right. And so that's you're eating it. loads of snails. Snails are bad for that kind of thing. I don't know. Well, I'll show you last night. Shellfish is terrible for gout. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, that is last. Check out my tea from last night. <laughs> well, you're just eating a massive clam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's my tea from last night. Fuck it. Right. So, oh, that is absolutely vile. <laughs> so basically, what we're looking. What's that? Uh, that's cheese and uh, chopped up onion with asthmatic right. vinegar on it. <laughs> right, so basically what we're looking at here is a bowl full of snails, probably lashings of garlic on there as well, which yeah, you know that's something, right? A bowl full of uh, mussels, <laughs> um, a bowl full of cheese, and uh, um, a full baguette, <laughs> and a big glass of wine. <laughs> uh, yes, well, that's gout. That's is, gout it? is it gout coming? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to pack it in, though. I've filled my fucking freezer full of snails, though. I've got about eight packs of them. You filled your freezer full of snails. <laughs> They're gorgeous. <laughs> a bit of crusty bread in that. And mussels. And they mm. are my favourite foods, but I don't eat them anymore. Yeah, I'm going to have to pack it. More mm, marinier. You know when you run up steps and that? And I, it wobbles. Oh, it's awful. I can feel it. I, mean, I wonder. Like, like, I'll get my, get my belly out. There's nothing there. Look What's at that little. Look ooh, there, there's, there's a little bit tumble. Yeah, there's a bit of sugar around that ball. Ooh, ooh, look at that. Bit of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's another belly button fluff. I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. No wonder you got a bit. Like, it's like <laughs> the moon. <laughs> my belly belly button's popped out because I'm that fast. <laughs> Not that big smooth surface. <laughs> surface of the moon. Oh, it's bad, man. I've got to lose it. I'm I don't think it. you've got. I don't think it's all snails that belly. You can't get a. You can't get a snail oh, gut. No, it was it was snails, cheese. Um, I started. What else have I been eating? Just really bad. I, eat, I don't eat breakfast, and I eat for uh, lunch uh, granola, black um, Greek yogurt, and blueberries. Cause I can't. That's be good. Fat. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm but just, a lot of sugar though. Yeah, I bet. But I'm burning it off. I do do a lot of walking around the lighthouse and shit. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, this is this is the biggest myth I've ever heard. Is this? You know, when you say, "Oh, I'm doing loads of walking off and that." Yeah. yeah. I can remember uh, uh, Greza. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. He, he went to doctors. He was, was basically about, about putting on too much weight, and he was like, "Man, yeah, but I'm walking around all the time." Go, no, 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 no. That's the base level. That's what humans should do. Yeah, yeah. Right. All the, when you think you're running round, you're not. You're just moving like humans should move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's not exercise, it's nothing to do with fitness, it's nothing to, no, right? Mm. Massive fat wabbers are running around yeah. and walking around. It's the extras that you do is going to yeah, be good. So, yeah. But basically we need, we need fitness regime in the lighthouse. Yeah, we yeah. need to get fit again. Like Japanese in morning or something like that, do all like the bloody weird exercises. Oh, yeah, a little weird bit music and some of that, a little oh. uniform for me and that, really tight. <laughs> a little uniform. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little blue tracksuit. Do you know, or the alternative, is um, do exercise like a normal human. <laughs> <laughs> no! Why, this is something I thought about ages. It's like everything you do all your life has had to have a little outfit. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, it's true. You know. Are we recording? We are recording. <laughs> but we are recording for a reason. Oh. Because this is Crack and Curve, the podcast that shines a beacon uh, on the bazaar. And I'm Matt. I'm a big fat Benjamin. Yeah, so we're... Uh, Stay fit out there, guys. Yeah, do a little bit. Train with me. 
And you'll see. Trade <laughs> on snails, cheese, mussels, no, and bread. Packing it in. They can stay in the freezer for a couple of months. Yeah, so leave, yeah, leave yeah. the snails alone for a while yeah. and get yourself on the good stuff. You know, mm. a bit of lean things. Yeah. You know. Vegetarian, go to do yeah, a few do veggie a meals. Yeah, veggie like meals that. and things like this. Yeah, That's yeah, what's I might needed. Detox. I'm going to detox. I'm yeah, what we need to do is um, is cancel the uh, the little book coming onto the lighthouse for a while. So we've got yeah, some little essentials. Keep Peter away and all scampy fries and that. I was with a guy this weekend we've been a lovely wedding this week we'll, oh, talk, nice. we'll talk a little bit later on um, but one of the guys over there was uh, Mike I don't know if he listens to the podcast he's not very right. tech guy when I say tech guy he's zero tech wow right now this guy has the coolest lifestyle in the world Ooh. he uh, he was a policeman wor- yeah. worked in the police and then what he's done is now talk about this for a dream right he's moved to Tuscany wow he lives now in the wilderness of Tuscany. <laughs> he bought a chestnut mill. Oh, wow. Right? So he owns basically chestnut forests. He has his own wow. river. A river that runs through, that's meant to run this mill. It's now this, this it, it, through his own, basically through his garden, he has a river runs through his How garden. How much did he extort out the general public then? <laughs> <laughs> just, just by simply selling a little bit of extra cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he's very clean. But he, 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 he basically ploughed everything he had into sort of like buying this. And he was just going to sort of like do it as like an agriturismo, which is like a place which is a farm which is converted or a farm. Yeah, agricultural yeah. Build, building for people to stay at but then he, he was during lockdown wow so basically during lockdown it was like he couldn't leave yeah. he couldn't do anything so he was living off the land oh lots of chestnuts well that's what he was doing yeah. he, he was he was farming his chestnuts that, that, there and he was sending them away to be milled still he could send them away to be milled yeah. to a flower to a oh. chestnut flower and he was making like little flower chestnut pancakes Ooh. and then what he'd do is he'd just go like immerse himself in his river just sit in the river for a bit yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, that's his Ooh, lifestyle in a river that, he, he does this all the time yeah, he, just, he just sits that. in the river lounges around sits under chestnut trees oh and, uh, god he, that sounds it his lifestyle is astonishing oh, really simple looks like a cat he does live like <laughs> a cat yeah he just sort of like and occasionally he'll come back here so I'll see family and that then realise oh this is all industrial and that's we've got to sit in a river they sit under chestnut trees and just in oh, a river wow. and just lives like that. that simple wonderful lifestyle so hopefully we'll go visit him sometime soon Ooh, yeah that'd be nice, that'd be nice see really. with him. yeah just yeah. pop down in the nude as well. Oh, he, yeah, he wanders yeah. around it nip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with nude. Eh? I'm absolutely yeah. fine. I could, yeah, I could run free. You run free. That's the way you're doing it, isn't it? You know, but not in the cove, arcade. No, <laughs> I don't want to see your knackers. Your no, grey old fucking. <laughs> Your grey old pipe. <laughs> the salt and pepper plums. <laughs> no, thank you. No, so like I said, so Benny's been putting on a bit of weight. So but we're gonna work that off, you see, and I think one of the best ways of doing that is, is a bit of a bit of hardcore casting. Yeah, oh yeah. That yeah. always burns Straight, off calories. It is casting. Absolutely, mate. Straight at the deep yeah, end, let's do this shit. Same. But one thing I just want to say to the readers, super, super, super proud of the Benny. Oh, so, I did my first cut. <laughs> yeah, so the last episode was fully edited by Benny for the first time. Thank you, Skipper. Yeah, and he's done, I, done a sterling job. He's Thank done, I'm you. really, really I proud. enjoyed it. I'm going to do this one. I'm yeah. going to do plenty more. Take some of that fucking weight off your shoulders. Yes, Skipper. well, thank you, Arkin. <laughs> yeah. So on that little thank you note, I think it's about time we did a bit of casting. Fucking is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put 
scooped in your bed. Well, where she is. Uh, She's been out of bed, just her ass pressed, pressed right against my pillow. Leave a little kiss on there. <laughs> a little kiss? <laughs> oh, a little biscuit. What's in the eye? What's that smell? It's worms. <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> little kiss. A oh. little kiss. Do a little dog pop. So, right then, first ship out of the harbour today, arcade, right? Is I'm having we haven't done a story about this character for a while, right? <laughs> and it's not Orlando oh. before you know it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not, but he's one of my heroes of all time ever. And we're actually calling back to the first ever episode of Kraken Cove. Wow. We're going back to Brian Blessed. Oh, please, that's excited. Something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we need a bit of Brian Blessed. So this is a- about Yetis and stuff. Um it kind of isn't but we, what we need to do is what we have a little look later on in the yeah, yeah, yeah. when Brian Blessed so basically this is uh, Brian Blessed wrestled a 48 stone gorilla what? and said that huge female primates fancied him <laughs> <laughs> he's the best I've seen a picture of him recently yeah he's, oh, he, he looks, just looks exactly the same does he? Oh, well he, he dyes his beard now Goes, Brian. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, he keeps the whole look going yeah, yeah. I mean right now, how old do you think Brian Blessed is now? And he's still active and doing tons of stuff. I'd say he's got to be about 85. 87. Wow. 87 is Jesus. Brian Blessed, right? And he's still getting what up to this sort of stuff. What a force in nature. He is. It's just incredible, you know what I mean? He's, I know he'll die. His heart will just go bang! Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. And that'll be at the end of Brian. Yeah, he'll fall yeah. like a sort of fallen tree in yeah, the forest. Yeah, big thing, right? Yeah. So, but for like uh, listeners who don't know who Brian Blessed is, um, for uh, for our uh, America. Go watch Flash Gordon. And, yeah. and you Gordon's alive! <laughs> you see all his glory, yeah, don't you? Yeah. So he's this big, strapping, hairy yeah. kind of brute of a man, but he's funny, he's a bellowing laugh, and he's a great British thespian. So he's always sort of like... Larger than life. Yeah, you know absolutely. He's, he's, he's the epitome of it, right? Brian Blessed has many talents that extend past his bushy beard and booming voice. <laughs> he also has an affinity with gorillas. <laughs> Looks like when he's not he a does, body yeah. Album, yeah. Well, that's what he described as. He, yeah, he, he, he's, he, he did say before one thing, a great quote from him was he, he said one time, he says, I love my body. Oh. He says, it's a great, hairy, strong gorilla body. Huh. And he says, it, it's taken me to the reaches of space. It's climbed mountains. It's yeah. gone through forest. He sees it as almost like this machine yeah. that gets in places. Blessed with and him. I think we all should look at Brian Blessed like that. There's a lot of people go, oh, well, I'm not thin enough. I'm not sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. And I, I'm not doing, and people want to be, you know, they should look at this. Your body gets you place and does things for you. Yeah. Gotta look after your body, nah, mm, kid. Very true. And But at the same time, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. your body. It might not be a conventional looking body like Brian's, mm. you know, but he's a big bar, a big guy. But use that body to get your places, yeah, do things, yeah. enjoy it, you know. So it says Brian Blessed says he went ape and wrestled a 48 stone gorilla he had befriended at a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the bushy-bearded actor said he shares a special connection with the hairy beasts, but it's the female ones he really has trouble with, as they find him sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian, eighty-seven, said there used to be one in Surrey, a big bull gorilla <laughs> called Gurgis, who was about forty-eight stone, and I used to wrestle him. 
I used to make him laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good impression. Sometimes I used to pretend Gurgis was hurting me, and all the female gorillas used to come running. <laughs> I was only acting. <laughs> the female gorillas used to sit with me. You had to empty your pockets, as before you know it, they've got your glasses and are wearing them! <laughs> but female gorillas always found me sexy. Jesus, so people are letting him in to the gorilla in Claudia and he's hanging around with them for day. Yeah. God, what the hell's going on? It's a on? bit like a zoo version of Jimmy Savile, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't later, know. Later on, they'll be looking at things going, you know, we should have seen alt signs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Should have stopped that one. We shouldn't have given keys. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it, you know. The 87-year-old admitted he even had to tell them off when they tried to check out his manhood. <laughs> they used to try and grab you, and they know how to unzip. The universal word to tell them to stop is ah, ah, like a warning. But it's maybe it's not a huge surprise given that Brian played Clayton in Disney's Tarzan. Um, I've not seen it myself, but you know. But the shouty Flash Gordon star says he is still fit 25 years after becoming the oldest man ever to reach the North Magnetic Pole on foot in 1999. He added... I lift 300 pounds of weights and bench press. Jesus. So that's mm, Brian. Never too old, are you? When you never look too at old. That. Never too old to fuck a gorilla. Oh, wow. Well, I can't understand how they will let that happen. He's getting, not just with one, there's an enclosure full of them and he's I mean, in there. What's, what are they doing at what point are they saying, like, oh, I know what we'll do. Let's, Brian's here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah zookeeper. Yeah, he's Brian's, Jimmy Savile like, isn't he? It's yeah. like, yeah. Open like, doors, just yeah. let him in. He just gets in with them. <laughs> yeah. And unzipping his fly and that. Can you imagine them watching going, what's happening with Brian? How's he getting on with gorillas? Mm. Well, one of them's wanking him off. Yeah, he's actually fucking the other one. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, he really comes out. What's that? Oh, Brian. Booming and shouting. Yeah. And all this ah, ah. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean stop. <laughs> More! <laughs> Bring me another gorilla. <laughs> This one's burst! Oh, Jesus, they're all scared of him, aren't they? Yeah. All Silverback's backing away because Brian's in the 87 year old oh. Brian's in enclosure. He's a fascinating man, isn't he? What a fascinating man. He bloke. is, yeah. I need yeah. to look into him more. There's, a real, there's another really fascinating guy of the same mould, and, and James Robertson Justice is mm-hmm. this guy. He's of a similar mould to Brian Blessed, and he wrote a book called What's the Bleeding Time? <laughs> right. And he's a weird character in that you'll, you'll have seen him yeah, yeah. Um, because he's the father in, if you've ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, he's yes. the guy who owns the sweet <laughs> factory. She's like a tall, bearded, booming kind of character. Yeah. And um, that's his face. Yes. Oh, God, yes, I do know yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very hard to get all of his book. It's like about 40 quid is his biography. Wow. It's come down, it was like about 150 quid to get all of it. Really hard to get all of it, but I think they've re- re- republished it. But when you look at the things he's done in his life, or claims to have done in yeah, his life, yeah. you sort of think he's been something like a like diamond miner or gold miner uh, you know he's, he's been a proper armed adventurer yeah, in sort of like yeah. South Africa I'm and quite jealous about that I won't mind just one armed adventure in my life I've had quite a good life but an armed adventure yeah, you know I'd sell yeah. guns for a year or something <laughs> you know I've always that I've got a name and everything what's that it's uh, <laughs> Diablo Blanco <laughs> 
<laughs> the white devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I threatened kids with it and that was too much and that. I said, uh, I'm just going to go get some cigarettes and milk. Don't go, Daddy. Diablo, don't go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, your kids are going to be fucked. They are fucked. Yeah. But these, um, well, there's, there's a film coming out at the moment of, about similar characters to that called The Settlers. All right. And it's, I, I, I think it's Sierra Leone. I can't remember whereabouts it was in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm probably wrong with that. But basically what they did was they went into an area where there's like, the, this. I think it's set about 1910s or something yeah, like yeah. this, you know. And these um, these sort of settlers went into an area to sort of like do certain things. I, I, I can't remember it's mining or so, so some sort of coming in and sort yeah. of developing the area. But the, the local uh, the local tribes people kept sort of say, trying to keep them away, sort yeah. of bowing arrows, trying to get them away, and, and all this. So what they did, they just basically shipped in these adventurers. Oh God! And they then mercilessly hunted. The locals oh. like proper right. We're all on horseback. Off we go hunting. Uh, oh my god! Uh, and and there, were, there were just it was just a complete massacre of thousands uh, of the, these locals. But the, you know, it's like the these mindset of people like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't want to gun run a little bit. I don't want to go fucking hunting. <laughs> like yeah. Well, the thing is, anything that you think is going to be sort of like just like a wild adventure, armed adventure, mm. inevitably the people because you're from coming from position of sort of like. Money and arm, being armed, yeah. you're up against. It's like the Brazilian rainforest at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where the people who are trying to sort of get out and rid of the locals are just massacring and burning everything. It's happening now. Oh. One of the big, one of the worst ones at the moment is. Um, do you like a bit of pineapple? Up and down, but that's a dick for me. Yeah, well, the whole thing around Del Monte and pineapples at the moment, and they can't, even we said it on here, we can't, they can't go against it. It's fucking psychopathic what's going. Wow. This whole area is where they have the Del Monte pineapple mine. Uh, pineapple mine. Mine. We're all over it like shit. They come out like nuggies. <laughs> With the pineapple plantations, because the, the huge areas oh, where there's nothing but these pineapples. So what's happening is locals are sort of saying, right, well, we're near the near it, right next to the plantation. So they just nip into the edge of it, cut off a few pineapples, yeah. come and sell them on the roadside or something like that. Del Monte's got wind of it. They've hired these same sort of local adventurers oh, sort of God. thing. They've got mercenaries basically hunting people who were doing this. They are beating them to death. Oh, uh, and they're just butchering people, and they're just kind of killing people, disappearing all around the Del, oh, Del Monte plantations. They're slinging them in rivers, they're, oh. and they're like, oh, "Well, no, we got, we got to protect our plantation." These are hundreds of square miles of uh, pineapple plantations, the millions and millions and millions of pineapples. These guys are. You know, it was getting bigger and bigger, stealing land. And the yeah. man from Del Monte said, "Take his heads off." Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I, but weirdly, that's all I can imagine is this guy in a white suit yeah. and a rifle hunting yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Do it all himself. Yeah. Give me the hands. Yeah, that's what? it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah, and it is brutal. So yeah, so I, I, I won't be having any Del Monte no, stuff anymore. No, screw that. Avoid your Del Monte pineapples and things like this because what's happening there is absolutely brutal. You, you can never imagine scale. The scale of it would make yeah. me horrified of just how much land they're taking over. You know, domineering just for pine you know, pineapples. Just for pineapple, you but luxury fruit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But recently, it's been said as well. Apparently, it was. A luxury addition to a meal was pineapple. Oh. Now, if you look around, especially there's a couple of uh, stately homes in uh, Yorkshire, hmm. uh, East Yorkshire specifically, I think it is. I think it's not Burton, Con it might be Burton Constable. Oh, yeah. But one of the stately homes there, you'll see there was a, 
these carved stone pineapples. Wow. Because it was just a, such a status symbol yeah, was a like pineapple. Yeah, like a diamond type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it used to be a thing where the, the lesser sort of like posh houses, when they're having a meal or mm. you're having like a big banquet, they'd even hire a pineapple to wow. be centre of this display. So people go, oh my God, that's a pineapple. Yeah. I can't believe I'm looking at pineapple. And it was such a sign of luxury, right? And I wanted to ask you about this because I think you might be on agreement with me. It was an essential for the luxury breakfast. Ah. You had a full fry up yeah, yeah. with a big old fried pineapple ring on the side. Ooh, yeah. I think that'd work. Yeah, it'd, it'd definitely go. That'd yeah, really with the bacon, go. big old yeah, get, yeah. big old get. Pineapple isn't that when in Thailand they have that for breakfast. You have like a big chopped bag of um, like melon and pineapple and you got like a stick, you just pop it in oh, and yeah, yeah. on there. But anyway, really, it is a great way to start the day, but yeah, that fruitiness. Yeah. That fruitiness of yeah. the fry up, yeah, I can definitely think. So I, I think what the answer is now, I think what we need to do is move Brian Blessed um, into the uh, pineapple plantations yeah. um, as a sort of like big bearded freedom fighter to yeah, protect things. Yeah, that's it for the people. And yeah, that, for the yeah. people. So Brian, this gang of fucking apes. gorillas. Yeah, gang of gorillas. <laughs> to me. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's an image, isn't it? All down fucking pineapple mines and that. <laughs> <laughs> When we take the road once more For the planting and the purling And the berry fields of blur We'll meet up with our kinfolk From all the world around When the gang of bird folk take the road And yellow's on the broom When yellow's on the broom When yellow's on the broom and I'll get you on the road again. When you're so, like I mentioned earlier, we're at a lovely wedding this week. Yes. Really, really nice wedding. I like a wedding and that. And uh, it was my mate Doug getting married. And it was, oh, it was good to see. Yeah, congratulations to Doug. I don't, I don't know if he's a listener, actually. Yeah. But I'll encourage him to say, just have a listen, have a go at it, you know what I mean? But, um,. But you know, not all weddings are easy, are they? You They're know not. What I mean? No, it's a bit of a stressful day as a wedding. Yeah, day and it can be a bit I mean? like the birds of booze, a bust-up type of affair. It can go, it can go south quickly, can't it? A wedding. Well, this is what absolutely, mm. and this is what this story is about. So this is a story where there's a wedding, a wedding makeup artist, right? Uh, was at a particular wedding, sort mm-hmm. of stuff, like getting the bride all nice and yeah. all sorts of things, right? So, so the beauty professional known only as Jenny had been helping the bride-to-be um, ahead of the ceremony mm-hmm. sort of thing, so they thought, right, quick quick nip to the loo, yeah. because I don't know if you, you, well, you might know as well, it's like the bride going to the toilet is a tricky affair. Yeah, size it dress and all Big that. dress, got yeah. to get him in the toilet, lift everything out of the way, yeah, help yeah. him go for a wee and everything like Kill that. Get a off and back at it. <laughs> <laughs> Big old tummy sausage, <laughs> and ready to get wed, right? And what had happened is, right, they decided they were going to go to the toilet and they were sort of like trying to get in the toilet but there was somebody in the toilet and they couldn't get in. Wow. Time's yeah, ticking. Yeah, come right? on, hurry up, this is the bride. Yeah. Right, and then they couldn't get in, right? And they had to eventually got to a point that they were going to have to just either knock this door in, get it done, just give it, put a shoulder to it, get into yeah. the bathroom, right, get sorted, bang, get into the bathroom, right? And the groom was in there, <gasps> right? So the groom was in there and they thought, shit, is this disabled toilets or is this the uh, female toilet? We well, know? I think you're like a multi-use toilet. Yes. It's like a bathroom yeah, you know, for, yeah, the, for this yeah. event, you know what I mean? And so they were worried, they thought, shit, yeah. is he in there cheating on her? Yeah. Right? 
the next sort of thought drugs is he in yeah. there so barging you know just fully you, grange dill up and yeah you know, that's like. it just say no zambo sort of thing you know what I mean yeah. you know about that right and but luckily they uh, there was none of that going on right in the toilet right? <laughs> what were you fucking doing a big pool uh, he was in there um, being breastfed by his mother oh <laughs> Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no. Little bit of bitty. Bitty, bitty before. Come on. You need to be a long day. Yeah, you need a little bit of extra sustenance, young man. There's going to be lots of booze, so you need to lay your tummy. Oh, the dirty pet. What have they been up to? Is that not just horrible? And can you imagine you're about to get married that day? That day. Uh, and the thing is, right, how much do you need? If they're waiting outside, waiting outside, and he's bittying it up, like, not enough, mummy, not enough. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> your needs a bit. You'd be like, all right, tuck it away, mum. Let's not, you know, I've had enough. You know what I mean? But no, he keeps on going and going. He's latched on. Yeah. Oh, can't get him off for now. And he will... <laughs> oh, your mother's... <laughs> all right, as a baby, but drinking your mum's tit milk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Rory! <laughs> oh, God. I, bet he's, oh. I bet he's like yogurt. I'll take like, it the wedding didn't go ahead. Well, that's the thing. They haven't really said whether it did or not. Didn't um, it be dragged out and everybody told and you know what I mean? Well, what, what, what came to the mind as well is the fact that the mother at that age could still produce milk so she's never stopped I say that's exactly what everyone's saying oh what filthiness so basically is she's never stopped breastfeeding oh god that's disgusting that is really yeah. that makes my belly my massive belly jump and you but you, 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 uh, uh, oh. at what point has that been that the must have known as well she'll been saying to him now, now you do realise little Johnny you, know, yeah. you can't tell anyone we're doing yeah, this, this is- you know, you're, 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 your friends won't understand. <laughs> it's our little moment. Oh, man. You know. So this will be a woman in her, what, 50s? Yeah. 60s? And oh. there she is. Imagine size of nips. <laughs> oh, imagine that. I bet I like burnt dummies. <laughs> oh, burnt dummies. <laughs> Black. Like a doll's nipple. Oh. God. Right, leathery and long. Oh, and he'd been latched on there all those time, you know what I mean? And the brain on hurry up, hurry up. He couldn't even hurry up. He oh. had to get a full he stomach. He had to get a full feed. Well, I think he, he was probably thinking, right, they're going bang, bang, bang on the door and everything like that. And there must be, he must be thinking, well, they're going to fuck off soon. I can carry on with my feed. Then bang, doors come up and he's there. Uh, imagine that sight as well, though. You know, from both sides, you yeah. can flip. You know, Mum's there trying to tuck tip back. Yeah. He's there with milk all around. Oh. All around. <laughs> <laughs> All in his beard. It's funny you're all right on your own. I can imagine people getting like funny habits and doing some really weird shit. But a family member, your mum, you know that's a really dark secret to fucking drag around. And and who's Bert? Who's at fault? Bert at Mucky Bastards. (laughs) If you had to put one in it, mum. It's the mum, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because she's basically groomed him all his life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's groomed him all his life to say this is normal and all right. Yeah. He's just gone along with it. He must have gone through some weird points and thought this might be a bit weird. But he still really, really likes it and takes tons of comfort from it. Oh, Ginko! Can you imagine it? Betty's immune system's rock solid. (laughs) (laughs) Never had a cold. Yeah! (laughs) 
one day I'm sick and all. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, John, he's a good worker, him. He's yeah. never off sick, is he? No, no, no. He's putting weight on, though, isn't he? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, I don't do it the other day. You should see his mum's knockers. They're absolutely <laughs> cracking. So he can fall out of a plane, his bones are that yeah. strong. <laughs> Just stands up. I think we've got the making of a new superhero. It is, isn't yeah. it? Latched. Latched. Walking, yeah. Oh, the mucky. Is this in England? Yeah. They need going through middle of Leeds, you know, middle of London, you know what I mean? What, Tower and Featherham or something like that? Yeah, Tower and Featherham, we throw fruit at them and that, yeah, proper shout, everybody's shouting at them and that. I I just could not get And then throw them out of England? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've got fucking Scotland. (laughs) Put them on a boat and just push them out into the sea. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely vile behaviour. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I can remember one time when we were we were sort of like going to uh, when we were having kids and stuff, and it was like we went to go to like a maternity thing. I don't know what this fucking thing was. <laughs> I just turned up, and it was before my wife had given birth, so we yeah. were turning up and is it antenatal classes or something like that? I think yeah. it was. And I'm sat there and thinking, God, this is just weird, you know. And, and there's this woman, and she was in this. Her and her husband. Husband looked absolutely destroyed. Yeah. They yeah. both were in like handmade clothing. You know, that like, oh, kind, of, like, kind of people who yeah, were sort of still yeah. living a bit like they're all a bit sticks and twigs. Yeah. And 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 they had loads of kids. <laughs> all these kids running round. They all. Like, <laughs> you told me this yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> And she had this woolly jumper on. And <laughs> fucking one of, <laughs> one of these kids. I mean, she's a big woman. She's a big yeah. woman. And one of these kids came run, running up and he, he's obviously clamouring after something, you know what I mean? And he just laid down flat on lap and she just lifted bottom of this right long jump. Oh, and, right, and it was long, really long. And these kids just laid there and just went right still and thought, what the fuck's going on there? Oh. And she basically lifted the bottom of this jump and her tits were so big and floppy, oh. it drooped out oh. below the bottom of this. Oh, God, but this kid was about nine. Oh, we right at the bottom of jumper. Yeah, the, everything had gone absolutely wild. Oh, you putting me off tits? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> putting me off tits? <laughs> oh, oh man, I don't know about him now. Change me all of you. Do I think so? All right. Cocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> Good old cock. <laughs> I feel right. Different. <laughs> <laughs> just see clouds parting and awareness yeah. landing, and you just start thinking, oh. Nah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. <laughs> Not those onion smelling knockers. No. <laughs> <laughs> knockers are lovely. you got lovely knockers, ladies. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cover a bit of nature, don't we? So we've had gorillas. Yeah. You know, we always do dicks gorillas. and tits. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dicks, some tits, animals, and animals, and sometimes stuff, yeah. a bit of space. Yeah, yeah that's it. I don't, I'm probably a bit sane today at some <laughs> point or other. Who, who knows? You know what I mean? But I found this. This isn't really. It is actually a truly fourteen event, is this? Yeah. And because, uh, do you know what cicada is? Cicada. Is it a moth? Oh, is it one of them? Um, I know this motherfucker. It's, <laughs> one, of, it's on. one of them animals that's got. Um, it buries itself and it does it in odd 
years it stays underground for odd years you exactly. know so it, it won't grow, ever grow a predator and they all come out at once make a really weird noise you've yeah, got yeah, it yeah. absolutely Ooh. on the they, money they are yeah. fascinating that all um, no pattern to them yeah, yeah, yeah well that's the thing the cicadas are like you say they're quite a large insect yeah. and uh, they're very well known for um, making this very loud like a whirring yeah, chirrup yeah, yeah. so very very noisy as well yeah. and um, and they all as you quite rightly say on strange cycles of sort of like coming yeah. out and erupting and sort yeah. of emerging and basically what they do is they come out of their um, out of the ground like a grub yeah although well they're in a the grub in the ground for years and years and years and then they come out crawl up like a, a, a trees that's what they like to do crawl yeah. up things and then from there they kind of emerge from like a shell and then they are like an airball men they can wow. fly and they fly around land other places mate and all that kind of stuff yeah. um, lay their eggs and drop down dead wow but while they're out they make a fucking racket yeah i've heard the noise is right intense. a huge intensity i always imagine it like arizona for some reason i don't know where this happens but i just guess it's arizona um to be to be sure, we do. To actually, be sure, uh, to be, be sure. Be sure. Uh, the, the one, um, there's one here, sort of northern Illinois, is the particular ones we're looking at. There's a lot of them in America, Midwest and Southeast, Illinois and uh, Iowa. Yeah, these are the sort of places that the, they really the are very lands. prevalent. They're all over the world, of cicadas. In are they? Yeah, oh. and that's where you know, like your sleep patterns are known as circadian rhythms. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, well, that's it. So your sleep patterns. So you go through these sort of like little in and out of sleep, yeah, and where yeah. your sleep patterns are known as circadian rhythms so cicadas circadian rhythms is because of this t like timing and patterns yeah it's it is weird his sleep pattern yeah so they've got that same sort of name from that right but what they're saying is there's two sets of sort of like patterns in this particular sets of broods right there's the 13 year cycle and the 17 year cycle but because these are separate cycles and the kind of offset mathematically 13 yeah, and 17 yeah. 13 and 17 once every 221 years <laughs> yeah they all erupt at the same year Shit. at the same time they overlap wow right and that is this year is it that is going to be this year <gasps> right Fuck me. and in this one area as i said this area of central illinois and eastern iowa right them do converge and they think they could be all at once coming out the ground one trillion Oh cicadas. My God. So that's not a billion. That is one million million cicadas. A million million cicadas coming out the ground. Whoa. Imagine, first of all, imagine the noise. Yeah. What do they eat? I think when they're under the, I think all they're eating is underground. Is it? The I don't think they're really. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not that old yeah, because it's a good question of that. Yeah. Locust plague or something. Yeah. So it's not like that. It's not like a plague of locusts. Mm. You know what I mean? This is different. This is. I mean, I don't. We'll, one, that's one thing we'll have to look at is a plague of locusts. What is interesting, though, if you look at this, though, I'd imagine what they need to do is actually look back what cicada broods coming out when they talk about plagues of insects and yeah, plagues of locusts yeah. or plagues of particular things. We could look at when this happened on, on like a biblical time scale that's it, yeah. and see if this did happen over yeah, the time of like the Bible. Two twenty, a lot of years. Yeah, that's exactly like, it. Two thousand two hundred years ago. Yeah. So the next time this is going to happen again is two thousand two hundred forty-five. That is some it's crazy ass maths. Yeah, the last time this happened, 1803. I wonder if there's. Hopefully, we've got some half decent records from that. Well, it. it depends where this happened. It might be in a whole areas. 1803 were just not populated. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? There might not have been yeah, anyone in these sort of like. Especially you know, like in America and that. 
Yeah, they yeah. just might not have been you there. Got, yeah, some people in ills, they wouldn't have kind of crossed yeah, over. So, yeah, so well, yeah, they have been, to sort yeah. of look at it, but it's like, but now these are fully populated areas, cities, towns, everything like that there, then these fuckers are going to erupt all at once. It's mad, I, I knew it from a, like, I think it was Netflix um, show, and it were on about patterns, and, you yeah. know, like, when you, everything's mass in it, when you look at, you yeah. know, and they're on about, like, the, the, you know, like a shell going round on the pattern. It oh yeah, yeah. Mind blowing, man. It started getting like say the off patterns of things and why it needs it and you know. Yeah, well that's it. Then you do get these weird sort of spirals and it's like yeah, the yeah. Um, the Mandelbrot set is one of them. It's yeah. like that's that's like one pattern. I'm trying to think of what the, I should know the name of what you're on about with shells and that's yeah, that's yeah. well okay. Off the top of my head, I cannot remember the name of it. You know, another listener's going to be screaming. <laughs> <at me. laughs> but we need it as a we need order, but then we need disorder, don't we? You know Absolutely what I mean? right. And it's like, but when you look at the coincidence you think I wonder is it just maths and it's no re- other reason for it whether the match or is there some kind of like coming event or will there be like some super like Godzilla one comes out of the earth as well you know what I mean or maybe one other thing comes that eats them all yeah comes out at the same yeah, time like Big some f- dirty like space alien locust thing comes yeah out if it does that it'd be doing them all a fucking favour because yeah. if you've got one trillion insects to sweep up that's a lot of cleaning up you're using them as fertiliser but that's some pretty fucking that's good a good idea that yeah yeah, yeah, you just like sweep them up onto a We need like desert. a big old machine, don't you? Ready for them all yeah, come out yeah. and then just hoover them all up, mill them all down. You can't got imagine the scale of it, can you? Like, what would that, a trillion of them cover? You know what I mean? Because they're quite a chunky insect. Yeah, aren't? that's it. And I have seen it before where um, it's like a super event. I've yeah, seen yeah. not this scale, but I've seen where the, the weird one is always around uh, petrol stations because oh, they're right. always lit up at night. Yeah, yeah. So these fuckers are buzzing around them like that and uh, they are literally like a foot deep on the ground oh, man, and no. they're just trying to sweep these things up and it's they're in your and it's because of something they're getting your hair they're getting your face uh, trying to climb in your be mouth pissing and shitting and all or what yeah well i don't know again because i don't know if the feed that there's a lot of like like a lot of things like daddy long legs yeah you know or you're sort of that kind of sort of flying flying insect that we get here i don't i don't know really you know what we call <laughs> crane, daddy, crane flies daddy long legs <laughs> is a dirty word though isn't it? Like, <laughs> hi my name's daddy long <laughs> Long legs. <laughs> Come here, little lady. <laughs> Someone on some dating apps called himself that, and then you know, like, what? <laughs> Profile pictures, geeky-looking insect, and it, uh, horrible. Daddy yeah. long legs. <laughs> <laughs> but the good bit's the crane fly. Oh so yeah. No mouth parts. It doesn't eat. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's life cycle is it does all it's eating and growing and storing of energy when it's in the pupae or this sort of like the, not the pupae the, the grub stage yeah. like the maggot also known as the leather jacket oh, that's man. called and they're horrible I hate leather jackets they're vile oh. and that is in that stage the big long grey maggots there oh god and it's in that stage it does all it's feeding so when it hatches out as a flying insect it doesn't do any feeding same thing with mayflies mayflies don't feed oh. all the, yeah they're just a cr- creature that is born to fly on the wing mate and die wow so you know mayflies are the, the only last a day you know when you like think of like what will aliens look like i always look down you know you just look at them scuttling masses of terror that are insects you know what i mean yeah. like jesus you got shrunk oh, I'm just awful. because like i say the pound for pound 
uh, ants yeah. have the same biomass as us. I know, I heard that. Yeah. That's crazy. Especially yeah. with all obese people as well, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> shit, that's a lot of Maybe ants. just loads of fat ants now. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, do they have a queen? They, they have a queen, fat, yeah. They have a big sort of like a big old queen, yeah. <laughs> not like not like a termite. The termite queen's the weird one where yeah. it's just this big, white, long, fat sausage body oh. that just keeps out popping thousands and thousands of eggs. They've got something not like that, but something similar. Queen Anne will be doing that. But it's alien, isn't it? When you look at them, they're proper alien. Yeah, frightening. Absolutely proper, weird, scary. isn't it? Yeah. So glad they're small. <laughs> <laughs> so glad they're small. <laughs> I am, though. Carrying Benny off dismantling him. Oh, nippers and. I saw that once, one of my favourite times. This says, might say a lot about me. But one of my favourite holidays of all time ever was I was abroad somewhere and I just watched for maybe two hours while um, ants caught a mole cricket. Now a mole cricket is a burrowing cricket. Yeah. And it's a big one. It's about four or five inches long, yeah. really thick bodied. But its front claws have developed into shovels like a like wow. a yeah. So it just digs with these big shovel yeah, claws and man. burrows. But these ants got it. Oh. And I basically just watched them dismantling this cricket oh, live. God. And you thought, as you quite rightly say, if these ants were any bigger, they'd just have us apart. You were doing this in holiday? Yeah, it was great. You're fucking weird, yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm floating around a pool and eating loads of shit. You were fucking watching that crap. <laughs> fucking, you're a wrong one, Arky. I get bored on holidays. I don't get a bulk. <laughs> Just watching more cricket getting dismantled by ants. Jesus Christ, we're brothers. We're <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking we're a bit of nature again, oh, right? Lovely. It's a bit local nature, is this? Because it's in it's a Cumbrian lake, Lake Ulverston. All right. And I like Lake Ulverston. I like, I like the lake. Rings district. a bell, yeah. but I can never remember. When was the last time you were in Lake District? Um, shit, a long time. Yeah, I'm gonna ago. say you haven't been there for a long, long time ago. Time. Yeah. We used to go with mates all the time camping and just getting yeah. smashed in that. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that up in Lake Ulverston. Been up there. Somebody's seen something in the water. <gasps> yeah. Alligator snapping turtle. Oh, so it didn't pay, but yeah. God, that's, that is that face of it's evil. The thing is with them, it's like they're so dangerous. Yeah. You put your ear, and this is a little one, right? They found a little one, so it's basically size wise, let's have a little thing, about size of a side plate kind of thing. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of thing. So it's not a massive one, yeah. it's probably about sort of, let's, let's say it's about 10 inch long. Yes. Is this so? It's not even a ruler long, it's yeah, a turtle yeah. sort of thing. It's about 10 inch long. There, there's a little picture of it. Jeez. Fluffy, it's been named. Fluffy, fluffy about that. Yeah, you need it with a sledgehammer yeah. and know what happened. Well, that's the thing about them. Yeah. These turtles have been around for millions and millions and millions of years. Wow. This is sort of dinosaur time turtle yeah, sort of yeah. thing, you know, species of this. And the alligator snapping turtle can get fucking enormous. Can yeah, yeah, they can get enormous. You can grow to 12 stone in weight. Oh, no! 12 stone uh. turtle, you know. And these, and now, and the reason I brought this one up is because we might have mentioned it on Cove before. Yeah. Of course, near here. Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah mentioned yeah. it before. 
snapping turtle in in, in one, of, one of ponds near here. And uh, that one I saw was a big fucker size of it, it, size of a dustbin lid. And I'm not. <gasps> what it? Size of a. Will people know what a dustbin no, lid looks like anymore? Anyway? So I don't yeah. know really. So size wise. It was the bistro table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that size of a bistro table, and that's the size of its shell. Then its head's head. I'd say its head was bigger than two fists. So I say head were about that. Yeah, yeah. Now that if that bit you could just without any effort go straight through your wrist and bite your hand off. Oh God! It's it's. Fucking brutal, and I, like I say, I asked, I asked at that time at that pond, you know. So I said, "Well, I think I've just seen an alligator snapping turtle." And the guy who owns the pond, oh yeah, I put it in there. <gasps> Keeps because we've got we clean cleans all shit out of the thing. Anything dead, it eats it. Uh, um, it's a fishing pond, so it's apparently it's too slow to actually get fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kept in there because ducks were landing on there. And so what it was is keeps duck population. I said, why do you want to keep ducks off? They said, oh, well, because when people are fishing, ducks get caught in all line, the comfort bread and all that, or whatever oh they're feeding. And they eat it or get tangled in line, so I want to keep ducks off. All right, for ducks, no, no, for fishing. So the fishermen don't get pissed off. So what he does is he puts this fucking great predator oh in God. the water to eat the ducklings. Oh, God. So, he so it's a proper meat-eating thing, then? Full-on carnivore, as they say. Oh, God. Full-on carnivore. And what it does, it, and also full-grown ducks, it'll just go and pull them down and, 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 and munch them up underwater. Uh. So super dangerous animal, and this fucking lunatic has let one loose Shit. in a pond near fucking Pudsey Is in, in West there? Yorkshire. I don't know. God. I don't. These things can live eighty odd years, <laughs> so it could be still there. Yeah, unless no. someone's like. But just think how hard it is. This thing, uh, big old reptile, yeah, yeah. is in this pond in in England. It looks like a bad guy as well. Its face looks like a bad it guy. Face like a bad guy. It's yeah. not. It ain't gonna be doing up to. No. It's up to no good. Enjoying winter, what it does, uh, drags itself out at water, digs a big long but really long deep. Uh, goes to the bottom of this fucking tunnel uh, and just sits in there like a all dragon, way, like a all. dragon. Uh, then hauls its ass out in sort of springtime, gets back in water, starts, starts killing again. Oh god, that's like something out of Beowulf or something. Yeah. So who the fuck's released this thing? Yeah, like yeah. Beowulf it is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like Grendel. Yeah, Grendel. <laughs> 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 Love Beowulf. Is it is. Yeah. I got into reading Mr. Flick at school. In the in first year, we did Beowulf, and yeah. it just changed my fucking whole perspective. And everything. It, and I've tried to read the most literal translation oh, of Beowulf, that's and well it's hard. very, very, very yeah, difficult. Yeah. Really, really difficult. But the, it was a Seamus Heaney translation of Beowulf is the best one. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the poet Seamus Heaney translated it yeah. and did his version of it. And um, great, sort of in that same tradition, the poet Simon Armitage, he's done a couple. He did go in in the Green Knight, I believe. Yeah. He translated these things himself too <laughs> and created that poetic rhythm to these Ray things. Ray Winston stuff. did all right as well. <laughs> Ray Winston. <laughs> it moved, you know. Raymond Winston. <laughs> I'll kill your fucking monster. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's a cartoon. You know the like. You know, remember old Lord of the Rings when you layer. Um, oh yeah. Animation on top of real people. But yeah, yeah Ray Winston did a pretty good one. Oh man, what's that? Beowulf is a Beowulf. I'm, yeah, this is man. Used to me, yeah, it's yeah, about ten year old, but it's, it was shit hot when I saw. It. I really liked it. Uh, Grendel's fucking Angelina Jolie, if I remember right. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. there's basically a massive monster you'd like to have it away with. Basically, yeah, yeah. I don't know, she looks a bit ropey now. <laughs> you seen Kate Moss? Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her? No, not oh, really. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Well, she, I mean, she's just turned 50, hasn't she? She's turned into a hag. Oh! <laughs> she's a 50-year-old woman. That's all it is. Wait till you see these. You won't be seeing that then. Well, you know, well, everybody my age looks fucked. <laughs> I mean, she, she must still look all right. <laughs> look at you chuckling away yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That one on right, she looks a bit ropey there, doesn't she? Yeah, she does actually. She looks a bit. Do you know what it is? Because she smokes loads of fags. It don't is. She's she not one in a gob there, like a cleaner. She <laughs> <laughs> got Lambert and Butler on, you know. <laughs> But people are still paying her, like, fucking loads for, like, modelling contracts. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's not retired. She's one of these people who sort of brushes up really, really well, really quickly. Ah, oh, right. You yeah, know, yeah. so they might sort of, like a bit, sort of like a bit battered at first, and then sort of like, like a, bit of, a bit on. of slap. Yeah. A bit of slap, a bit of lippy. Puts fag out, ready to roll. Yeah. Makeup you know? is uh, it's quite scary yeah. when you lay that Whereas on. me and you, we'd be like, yeah. we, we couldn't make us good, could we? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> we could always try. <laughs> what with that belly? Yeah. This will be gone in a week. I you even it. sports girdle. <laughs> Thing is, with your belly, it's not just bloated, it's top, it's a layer of chub in it. Oh man, look. Jeez, dope, man. That's horrible. It's like a fucking belly. Look at it. It's horrible, it's like, it's like freshly risen dope. Honestly, a week and a half, I've grown that in a week and a half, just on eating cheese and breads and. Yeah, that's snails. how you do it. Yeah. You may really be one of these actors, like you're know, like Robert De Niro, <laughs> yeah. when he played Reggie Mum and Reggie Mum. <laughs> yeah, Bob. yeah. You know, I can, well, I'll tell you what, next time we call, watch this, I'll show you. So I'll you'd be like, like, what's the name at first? You'd be like, um, <laughs> not Memento, was it Memento? What was the film? With, oh, yeah, when it was a super Christian skinny. Bale did, he, he didn't oh, want in God. Memento, worry, no, but he, he, he got super skinny for that film, didn't he? Yeah. Was it the mechanic or something? He was a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, and he, he got super skinny for that. Yeah. But you'd be able to go from that all the way up to sort of like, I don't know, Augustus Gloop. Then just stay like that. Just stay like that. <laughs> yeah. out. You can't de gloop yourself. Just <laughs> start playing Kings. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> just before he died, he made his most masterful role as Henry VIII. <laughs> Sitting there just chowing snails. <laughs> Obscene. Mmm, yummy Time already. Oh, is it going to go cove? You know, yeah, with a nice bit of cove. You don't want too much cove. I'd imagine it gets like an hour and a half, an hour and forty minutes. But listeners, I bet they're just getting yeah. fucked off. Yeah, I think yeah, you're just yeah, you do not these two fucking idiots. Don't watch it up. Shut up, you two. Yeah, don't watch it up. Exactly. <laughs> with your potty mouths. Yeah. So we just got a little in here. Yeah. Now this kind of struck me. Did this, and this is a story, right? And it's it's a guy called Jack. Dinan, right, from County Clare in Ireland. Yeah. Very interesting little account. It's only a snippet of an account, but I just thought to myself, shit. Juicy. Juicy, yeah, so I thought I'd just hit you with this little thing, right? Now, I do not 
know the pronunci- pronunciation of this. So anybody of our Irish or Irish speaking listeners or Gaelic listeners, I, I don't know how you can say what the Irish language is, but it's the Irish language, Gaelic, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a world. It, it's it looks like Saunshay. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, but it's spelled S E A N C H A I. Yeah. Sean Shea or something like that. But in Irish, it probably says something like Flupple. It's Archie. Yeah, no, no, it won't even be near. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you see how like Saoirse's spelled, right, it's about fucking 18 letters long with yeah. loads of ups and downs and in the middle and all. You think, how's that say Saoirse? Yeah. You know, but it does. But So this says Sean Shea or something, right? And he's an Irish storyteller. He's an elderly storyteller, right? So he told tales of like the the past and all sorts of like history and things. Yeah, that's it. But he told a tale that actually happened to him. Right. And this was uh, he was an old man when he told the story, and it was on a a, um, RTE, which is like the the main broadcaster of Ireland, right? Mm. It's a bit like their BBC sort of thing. Yeah. And they had a TV show called Newsbeat. Yeah. And this was a broadcast broadcast from 1970. Wow. So this guy is it looks like he's about 90 odd anyway, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it so could have been this could have happened, you know, in the 1880s or something yeah, or the right. 18, you know, 1900 it could have happened this around there, right? So this was a character called Jack Dinan, right? And he's from um Fays Hill, County Clare. Yeah. So this place is spelled F A H Y Fay. Right, Fays right, yeah. Hill, County Clare, right? And he went to bed, he says. He says, she went to bed as he thought. And when he went to bed, there was nothing but this small colloch in bed, screaming and cross. And if he went near her, she'd kick him. Now, a colloch or colloch naluha is a fairy. Wow. So his wife went upstairs and went to bed. <gasps> He went upstairs, did Jack Dining, pulled back the covers, there's a fucking fairy in bed. Shit, because isn't that hill or something? Fairy Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fae, so fairy basically, fairy hill. That's Shit. what happened, right? And he didn't know what to fucking do, but it's rural island, middle of fucking nowhere, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. All around it, all it is is just wild lands, and he's just doing his farming thing. Yeah. He didn't know what to fucking do. So, for the next seven years. <laughs> He just had to put up with getting into bed with his fucking lunatic screaming little like, and wife's like, gone. Wife has gone, doesn't know where she is, couldn't find well, like a run around fairy folk of Worcester Array where and a place got a share of, with a bed with a fairy. Got a share of bed with a fairy. And that's what we had to fucking do. Seven years. I like that. Seven when it years. Like, you know, did he see it? Did he? He's living with the fairy. That's it. Bed. But that was apparently one of the one of the things that whisked him away for seven years. This oh. was this was a thing that would happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. people would disappear, and seven years later, they could return. They might return. Yeah. They might not return. Yeah. It's just one of those things. So, um, but one May evening. Jack Deenan was up late with a foaling mare. So he's, he's in yeah. foal, he's trying to get the horse, little baby horse out. Who should walk up? His wife. Wow. So his wife arrives, right? And he says, oh, God, I've missed you so much. Where have you been? Come yeah. home with me, come home, right? But she replied she could not. Not while you have that thing in the bed that you have. And that's the word in it. It says, while you have that thing in the bed that you have. And when she leaves in the bed, I'll go back home. So that's like the pact they've replaced, yeah. almost like a changeling. They've, they've, they've put something in her place. Yeah. While that fairy 
the uh, the Kolok Nalua is in the bed. She can't come home. Well, I'll keep the fairy. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair swaps is. Yeah. See you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Four week kicking. Well, Jack Danan asked how he could remove the interloper from his bed. Yeah. Now, well, this is something we all need to remember. This is sort of like handling fairy folk now. We need to know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is part of your Swiss Army knife, like, you know, one in the back pocket to remember, yeah. We know to get a fairy out of your His wife told him to light a large fire and threaten to burn the fairy alive. Right. So Jack did as he was told, and when the fairy refused to go, he said he would burn her alive. But only when he lit the fire did the fairy leave the house. She went out through the door with a breeze of wind, and Jack's wife came in. And Jack Deenan and his wife lived together a further 40 years and were never parted again. Jesus. Seven years missing, off she goes, you know what I mean? Off with the fairy folk. I always imagine that she came back like, no, what's happened? Like she hadn't felt the seven year me, you know what I mean? Like I do fair, as well. Yeah, like fairyland, it's just yeah. like, it's moments. She knows that she wants to go back, but the fairy's there. Yeah. God, like how it leaves on like on a breeze and that. That's it. Just you always think it like out. Tinkerbell, don't you? You know what I mean? But when you think of a dirty, proper, nasty, evil, bewitching fairy, that's exactly right. Man. It's just sort of like you know, it's you, well, that's it. It's not. It, they're not pretty. They're dangerous. Same yeah, for like yeah. corns, Any sort of like fair folk, you yeah, know, yeah. you've got to be careful. They're not sort of like they're not these quaint, weird little sort of oh, cutie things sort of yeah. thing, you know. So, but just one other thing to sort of it's on a similar vein in a weird way. This. Um, I mentioned before Christmas about a book I really wanted to read by Ben Tufnell called The North Shore. Oh, yeah. And we did mention it on the cove. Yeah, we always like to leave in a little bit of a book. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, we like to leave you with a bit of a recommendation for something to watch or listen to or something like that. And I, I've read the book. I read oh, The yeah. North Shore. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. Wow. Highly recommend it. Very strange. Bit odd in the way it's structured and stuff. Yeah. Very unusual. Very original. Um, weird things happen in the book. Uh, Beautifully written, mm. so I would recommend as a book so, recommendation. Is it sci-fi or is it what is it? No, it's a it's basically a lad who's living on the almost like the Norfolk kind of East Anglian coast, which yeah. I find a bit of a nether area anyway. It's a bit of a strange place to the East Anglian coast. Yeah, and he's there's a massive wind blasting storm comes up, and when he's a young man. And he's almost like recalling it happening as much yeah. as anything, you oh, know. Right. He's recalling this incident, and and there's in, there's this something happens during this storm. Mm, after no, this I like storm. stuff like I love storms, especially yeah. at the coast. If someone gets washed up, it's like well, that's up. what it is. Oh, sweet! Something is washed ashore. Wow! And it sort of almost changes his life forever. It's a very strange occurrence. Ooh, that sounds so juicy. I'll just repeat that. It's it's the North Shore by Ben Tufnell. So that's it. my little book recommendation. So we had um, a, a, a lovely listener um, asked for us to start doing more with books and that. All right, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, I'm, I forwarded one last week. It just came to me. I love my detective and me who've done it to not rest of it. I'm kind of slipping into more detective ones. I thought, well, I've heard that Who Framed Roger Rabbit were a book originally. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked into it and it's called uh, Who Censored Roger Rabbit. And that should be coming today, that. But it's supposed to be really gritty. It's pretty dirty, you know, in a kid's book at all. Oh, wow. You know, it's supposed to be quite a dark, noir you know, tale, you know what I mean? So I'll let you know when I get that. It's well, two recommendations there. 
Yeah. There's a book you can buy now and a book you can buy later. Exactly. We'll see if it's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, holy cast, Arky. Yeah, there we go. So let's leave off the snails and pick up the books. Yeah, That's what yeah, we need to do. Yeah. Have a bit of reading, Arky. And I'll try I mean? not to take three weeks over this edit like I did last yeah, one. Well, yeah, well, you're used to it now. You know, Don't knock yourself. You give it a good yeah, go no. and you do a good job of it. So yeah, I'm really pleased no. with that. No, it's helping the cove, Arky. Exactly. And helping you listeners too. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note it's going to be a big bye bye from Matt that is a big bye bye from Benny take care guys <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove either by email at podcast at gmail.com on twitter at Cove. Or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod. Ha ha!